Hi, this is Ask Mom RN with your host, Tamara Walker. I'm a mom of two, a pediatric registered nurse, and your friend. I give practical advice to raise a healthier, safer, and happier family. Puke, barf, vomit, emesis, technicolor yawn, all of these terms, whatever you use to describe it, they're pretty gross, right? Dealing with your kid when they are throwing up. It can be so disgusting and one of the worst things we have to do as a parent. But it happens. If you have a kid at some point or another, you're going to be cleaning up vomit. And you're going to need to know what to do when your kids throw up and how to take care of them and what you need to be aware of because vomiting itself may not be so dangerous, but it can have some health consequences that you have to be aware of and look for. So today we're going to talk a little bit about what you need to know and how you can deal with your child when they are vomiting. Now, I'm a pediatric nurse. I, I worked in a hospital for a few years on pediatric floor, took care of lots of kids, dealt with lots of vomit, but I actually dealt with a whole lot more here at home because I have two kids of my own but I also did daycare in my home and took care of many children over the years for about 12 years. And before that, I had babysat for people. Um, and even after I closed my daycare, I have babysat for friends at times and was even a professional nanny for a little while. So I have dealt with lots and lots of vomit. And you would think, being a pediatric nurse, that it shouldn't bother me. No big deal, right? Well, I have a confession to make. I find it just as gross and disgusting as anybody else. And the worse it smells, the more I gag. Just because somebody's a nurse or a medical professional doesn't mean that they don't have senses. And believe me, when that smell hits me, it's all I can do not to throw up myself. Now, most of the time I can look at it okay. And if it doesn't smell strong, I can usually handle it fine. But you know those times when a kid has thrown up and it's just really, really rank. It can be very difficult <laughs> to clean that up without making a bigger mess yourself because it just, it, it smells so bad and it gets that gag reflux going. You know, and my husband is one who, he couldn't handle puke. He's like, nope, that's your job. You're a nurse. You deal with it. And I'm like, hey, just because I'm a nurse <laughs> doesn't mean it doesn't bother me at all. You know, I've dealt with it plenty of times, but Hey, that that smell, oh, Lord, it gets to you. 
But it's our job as a parent to try to stay calm and to hold that in and not make our child feel even worse than they already do because those poor kids, when your child is sick and they're throwing up, or if they're even throwing up for a different reason, if they got motion sickness, or if maybe they just gag easily, and, you know, whatever reason they're throwing up, they already feel bad about it. Nobody wants to have to throw up. It doesn't feel good, and it we don't want to make them feel even worse by our reactions. So we have to suck it up and we have to just hold it in and just deal with it. And that can be difficult to do. But that's one of the things that comes along with being a parent. Now there's a lot of different things, like I said, that can cause a child to vomit. So if your child does vomit, you want to try to figure out, you know, are they sick? Do you need to be treating just the symptom or do you need to actually be taking them into the doctor to be evaluated? Or is it something else that altogether? I had a little boy many years ago in my daycare when I was doing daycare in my home so I could stay home with my kids and raise them. And this little boy was four years old. And he started at my daycare, and his mother in the interview had explained to me that he had a very strong gag reflex and that he threw up very easily, and especially if he cried. And he had already been kicked out of some daycare centers because of this issue. And she was at her wit's end. She was a single mom, and... She didn't know where to turn, and she was hoping that I would take him because I was a nurse and could probably handle him throwing up a little bit better. Well, he ended up being with me for a couple of years, and he was a great kid, but when he first started, it took some time to get him adjusted. He had separation anxiety. He had already been through, the poor kid had already been through a few daycare centers. And and he would cry when he would show up and his mom would try to drop him off. And more times than not, he would end up throwing up everywhere. And it was gross. It was not a pleasant way to start the morning. And especially when... You know, I'm trying to take care of other children as well and tend to his needs of trying to calm him down and then clean up all the vomit. It, you know, it, I really considered letting him go after the first week, but I thought, you know, hopefully we can get him adjusted and he will settle down and this won't continue to be a problem because what I was seeing was as soon as she left and he realized that she was gone, and, you know, it took him a minute or two, he would calm down. And he would start playing and he'd be happy as could be. So I knew that he had, you know, a, a good time at my house. And I knew that he would be okay. He just had separation anxiety. But, boy, every time this kid would cry almost, he would throw up. And it was a lot to deal with for me and for the other kids. 
But I can't, became really good at cleaning up throw up and trying to get him to the bathroom to do it. But, you know, that's not always possible. And when a kid throws up, the last thing they need is for you to be mad at them or upset at them or punish them. And this poor child had had that happen at daycare centers. He had been yelled at. He had been, you know, workers would get frustrated and they would, you know, make him feel even worse about something that he really had no control over. So, you know, some kids just have that gag reflex that's stronger than others and they're going to throw up for whatever reason. And then other kids only throw up when they truly are sick. But whatever reason your child is throwing up, here are some things that you need to look for and be aware of. You want to make sure that if your child has been vomiting, the biggest concern is keeping them hydrated. Children get dehydrated very quickly, much more quickly than adults do. And so when you have a child who has been throwing up repeatedly, you want to be checking for signs of dehydration. Are their mucous membranes still moist? When they cry, are they crying tears? Are they urinating as frequently as they usually do? When they urinate, what color is it? If it's dark in color, that's not good. They're dehydrated. You know, do their eyes look kind of sunken in? If it's a baby, an infant with a, a soft spot, you know, the fontanelle on the top of the head, if that's sunken in, that baby is dehydrated. You need to get the medical attention right away. Dehydration is the biggest concern with vomiting because it can be very dangerous. And especially if that child is also having diarrhea on top of dealing with the vomiting. If they're, if they're having it come out both ends, then they are losing fluids quickly. And it's not just a matter of rehydrating them with water because they're not just losing water, they're also losing electrolytes. So especially with infants, you want to be rehydrating them with a pediatric electrolyte solution and not just water. Never give a baby under the age of one plain water to rehydrate them unless you're being instructed by your doctor to do so. And then you're only going to give it in small amounts. You want to be giving them either a pediatric oral rehydration solution or electrolyte solution or breast milk if they're breastfed or small amounts of formula. And there's lots of different thoughts on how soon should I start giving my child fluids or food after they've vomited. And that really kind of depends on the reason that they're vomiting. If you know that they're getting sick and coming down with something and it's not a case of, oh, they have a strong gag reflex and they were crying um, or, oh, they got motion sickness from being, you know, riding in the back of the car on a trip or something. You know, if you, if you really truly believe that they are, you know, sick, maybe have a stomach bug 
gastroenteritis. You know, then you want to wait a little while after they have vomited before you try to give them anything. Because if you're immediately trying to give them fluids or food, it's probably going to trigger another episode of vomiting. Their stomach needs to rest for a little while. But you have to monitor for those signs of dehydration and act accordingly. And there's some great tips on kidshealth.org. That's a wonderful site with lots of great information for parents. And they have a whole uh, guideline on rehydrating your child after they've been vomiting, especially for young infants, but then even older children as well. And you want to make sure that you're offering small, frequent amounts, like maybe just a couple of teaspoons at first for a baby, a little bit more for an older child, and see how they tolerate it. If they're keeping it down, then about 15 to 20 minutes later, give them a little bit more. And do that for an hour or two. And then if they seem to be okay, then you can try to give them a little bit more. For some children, if they've been vomiting quite a bit, you may need to wait a few hours, even up to eight hours, before you try to give any food. Now, do try the oral rehydration, the electrolyte solution, because you don't want them getting dehydrated. But don't give kids food if they've been vomiting a lot for a few hours. Wait and see, because their stomach is already so sensitive and it needs to rest. But if your child starts saying they're hungry, that's a good sign. And if there's something in particular that they want, then you might let them go ahead and try it as long as it's not something heavy, greasy, real fatty, super sugary. You know, our bodies tell us what we need sometimes. And... You know, if you've ever had an incidence where you've been sick and then all of a sudden something sounds really good and you're, you're getting hungry again and you're feeling like trying to eat again and you might have a craving for something, that may be your body telling you, hey, this is what I need. Kids are the same way. So, it, you know, if they're hungry and they're expressing they're hungry and they want something, you can try it, but just do small amounts at first. If you think that your child is getting dehydrated and they're not keeping down the electrolyte solution or clear liquids, you need to go ahead and get them evaluated by your doctor. And if it's after hours, you may need to go to urgent care or the emergency room. If your child is showing signs of dehydration, that is a true medical emergency. If they can't keep anything down, they can go downhill very quickly. And unfortunately, I saw this many, many times in the hospital of a child maybe got sick in the morning or maybe they'd been throwing up overnight and they couldn't keep anything down. They'd been throwing up for a few hours. And they quickly got very dehydrated and very sick. 
and they ended up having to be admitted to the hospital and get IV fluids. And it's hard to start an IV when somebody's dehydrated. So that makes it even more difficult for the child. So I'm not saying this to scare you. Most children are not going to end up in that situation. But you do have to be aware that it's a possibility. So you do want to watch for those signs of dehydration and make sure that your child is staying hydrated. So if they can't keep anything down, and especially if they have diarrhea as well as the vomiting, then it's time to give the doctor a call. And it's possible that the doctor may end up prescribing a, you know, Finnegan suppository. Finnegan is an anti-nausea medication. It's prescription only. And it can come in a, a suppository form. It also comes in, or at least it used to, I don't um, know if it still does, but um, would come in a form that you, uh, kind of a, almost like a gel or liquid that you could squirt on their wrist and rub in. And it helps with the nausea. There's some over-the-counter medications, such as Pepto-Bismol, Imitrol, um, things of that nature. It's really not advised to give those to children unless your doctor has given the okay for that. Check with your doctor first. Don't just go to the drugstore and pick that up and and give it to your child. Um, especially the younger the child, the riskier that is. Most of the time when a child is vomiting, if they have gastroenteritis or stomach flu, as it's commonly called, it's just got to work its way out. It's just, you know, they, their body is expelling and, you know, a problem, an infection, and it's the body's natural response. And so we want to keep them hydrated. And, yes, we want to do something to help their misery, but we don't want to medicate them without talking with the doctor first about what's appropriate. And most of the times with, like, gastroenteritis, a lot of times it only lasts maybe 24 or 48 hours, thankfully. If your child seems to have an ongoing problem, they may have something else going on and you need to get them checked out and evaluated because, you know, they could have a food allergy or a food intolerance. There could be something else going on. So if your child seems to chronically be having a problem with vomiting, even if it's maybe, you know, only once a day or something or once every few days, if it's turning into a chronic problem, you definitely want to get them checked out. But thankfully, most of the time, you don't need to take your child to the doctor for vomiting unless they are dehydrated and they're not keeping anything down and you can't get the electrolyte solution down them. Now, in addition to electrolyte solutions to rehydrate your child, you can also try um, clear liquids such as Jello, popsicles, chicken broth. Um, you can also try like 7-Up or ginger ale. Uh, you do need to be cautious with those because they're full of sugar and sugar can sometimes 
you know, overload of sugar, even though they do need their electrolytes replaced, if it's, you know, sugar heavy, it could cause them to throw up again. So just small sips frequently. If they're handling it, keeping it down, then they can have some more. Start off with just small amounts. If you have a breastfed baby and your child has been vomiting and, and not just spitting up, I mean, there's a difference, you know, if your baby spits up a little bit versus if it looks like they're throwing up the entire feeding, then you might you want to keep breastfeeding, but just do for shorter periods of time and space it out a little bit. And if they are still not keeping breast milk down, if they're still throwing up their whole feeding, then you need to call your doctor. If that child, especially if that child is under the age of one. For formula fed babies, you want to give them small but frequent amounts of formula if they've been throwing up. And again, you can um, also give for babies over the age of six months, you can give them, you know, the pediatric electrolyte solution and just do small amounts and follow the directions on the bottle will usually tell you how much to give. Keep a lookout for those signs of dehydration. And if your child is not keeping anything down, call the doctor. <laughs> 